Welcome to the Elite Sales Podcast, brought to you by Family First Life Elite. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Now let's get into the show. All right, well, thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. I'm joined in studio this week by Yoel Ainalem, actually in front of the camera this time. What's up, what's up? Yeah. And then we got John Backron with How's it going? Elite Syndicate. He's a staple, so I guess everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we also we also have joining us remotely from the great state of Oklahoma. We have Darren White and Derek oh. Robinson. Yeah. Um, so before before we get hop, we hop into that, I mean, I, I just wanted to share a little. We were we we're talking about this a little bit last week. Um, I like I didn't I didn't go out very much as a kid. You know, like I, my my mom was working and you know, I didn't have any money. And I remember I went out with one of my family friends, I guess, and then we went to some movie theater, and then we ended up watching. My, my first movie in the theater, aside from like anything I watched with my parents when I was a really little child, was I was, uh, it was Look Who's Talking. It's, mm-hmm. It was starring Bruce Willis and Kirstie Alley. Right. So I remember, I remember watching and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is what a movie theater is like. And <laughs> I think I even got, even like got popcorn and everything. And I was just sitting there watching. And I'm like, man, this is, this is kind of cool. And I'm watching and I'm like, Kirstie Alley. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, she's, she's kind of an attractive older lady, right? She just passed recently. Yes, and that's 71. that's the thing. Like, I mean, it doesn't seem like that far that far back, but Kirstie Alley passed away recently. God rest right. her soul. Um, but I remember Yoel was telling me, like, we were, he was he's like, "Oh man, Kirstie Alley died." I'm like, "Oh man, that that sucks." Like, I'm like, "She's she's young too." No. And then then he's like, "No, she's 71." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, she's 71, like already." Yeah. So I mean, like, all that kind of put things in perspective because. I mean, I didn't watch too much of her stuff after that. I mean, I just, I just remember she was she was someone that was notable to me because she was in the first movie when I went to go watch without my parents, mm-hmm. and then like sitting there and just actually uh, seeing her at the time, and it, like she seemed young because she was probably in her thirties or thirties or forties at the time, and I was thinking like, oh, like this is an adult, and then like you know the years go by and the years the years just continue to fly by, and then you just think like, oh, she passed away when she was young, but in reality. Like 30, 30 plus years have have elapsed. And like yeah. it's like a blur to me. You know, so I'm for for me, I'm like, I'm like, time really does fly. So for anyone that's out there watching, if you guys are thinking you can get to something later, or you're thinking, oh, I'll put it off. I mean, I'll I'll eventually learn that skill. I'll eventually put in that work. I'll eventually get those leads. I'll eventually call that client back. I'll eventually, you know, set up a solid schedule for myself. Whatever it is, I mean, time goes by a lot, fa- lot faster than you think because. We get preoccupied and all this other stuff, and then you know, before you know it, Kirstie Alley's dead. There you yeah. go. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I just thought I just thought it was it was a, a pretty. It's, it's really stood out in my head because I'm I'm like I'm like I didn't even know she got old, which mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I mean obviously by default I also got old in that yeah. in that period of time. So you know like we got to make the most of our time. You know? Yeah. Like if you guys are not doing anything that really makes you that happy. Or doing anything that really makes you money and furthering your career. Like, what are you doing with your time? Yeah. Like you don't have that much time to waste as you as we tend to think at times because we get wrapped up in certain things and we, you know, we mentally, we you know we we focus on, you know, we get into a one-track mind on certain things, but is it is it helping further where you want to be in life? Cause you can't get that time back. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah you lose that on your enjoyment out of those things too, right? Because like if you are stuck where you're at and you don't want to be there how much longer do you want to be in that position, right? Where if you can start having fun into this business, 
making money, enjoying the things that it can bring to you by doing the right things that you should be doing, how much more enjoyment can you bring into this? Right? So then you, you, you can look back and say, wow, I had a lot of fun instead of, man, that was painful. Was it, was someone on here that was sharing us about sharing with us about the the buffalo when there when there's a thunderstorm when there's a storm we heard about about a we've heard it a bunch of stuff, but so I mean you can repeat it yeah so there's a story of the uh, of the buffalo which is actually the American bison because buffalo don't exist in and the cows northern right northern uh, America yeah. but you know so it's, a, it's a, so they say they say in the Rockies and Rockies right before the Great Plains when when there's a thunderstorm they actually run towards it. Mm-hmm. rather than run away from it like cattle yeah they, the cows they, run away they, they try to run away from it but actuality just follows them right so then they stay in it actually longer whereas like with the with the buffalo or the bison they actually charge towards it because they understand it's gonna it's coming this way and they're not gonna actually gonna get past it sooner so attacking it head-on allows you to not have to dwell in whatever unpleasant uh situation you want you want to you want to try to avoid the thing is you can't avoid it the thing is you can't always avoid these situations might as well take it on head on, try to get through it quicker. That's yeah. Interesting. Misha, Misha was saying it last week about like, if you, if it feels like hell, keep going, <laughs> you run through it. because it's, Why would you want to stay there? Yeah. Why would you want to stay? Yeah. There's never been a time where I've like done something and it's been hard. And like, there hasn't been good things that come on the other side. Like it's always like a challenge or, you know, at the very least, I'm just, I'm just developing my grit to get through, you know, difficult situations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that—that's actually a, a lesson and a blessing in itself. In that, when the, the more that you work through it, the thing is, you don't have to crush it right away. You don't have to like figure it all out. But as long as you're working through it somehow, some way, you're developing skill to try to get over it, and you're developing grit to help you strengthen overall your your confidence. Because you know, as you continue to scale a business, you, as you continue to grow, as you as things become more complex for you in life, and the, and that's that's also the thing. If you think things are too complex now. Just wait. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you, you know, you think things, things will continue to progress. So, you know, you just have to just embrace it. Stop running away from it. Just, just try to deal with it head on best you can and then reach out for help when you need. But, you know, we have a couple of great guests today, you know, speaking, speaking of all that, you know, obviously, you know, we're all in the same business. We all run, we all have different challenges that we face. Uh, we have a lot of similar challenges that we face and then how we deal with it. That's a direct direct product of how we choose to think and you know have have derek on here if you if you uh derek robinson who, who's been all the way with us one time you know just wanted to to get you back on because you just came off of your best month correct yes sir yeah nice how many how many families were you able to help um 11 families it's okay now darren darren was telling me who you work darren's your upline who you work with he was telling me that you've uh you've done mostly CRM leads and you've tried different things. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, one, I just want to say like, you hear all these, you know, you going through the numbers, 17, 18, 19 families helped, you know, 30 something families helped Trisha's killing us all. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think it's the important thing is, and I'm, I'll get to that. I'm sorry. I just, when you first get started, it's easy, very easy to get discouraged by that. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's super helpful because in my mind, I'm like, well, they're doing it so I can do it. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, they're doing it and I'm not doing it. So it, it can be super easy to get discouraged. I don't know if anyone's new on here, but you know, and I know you've heard this, but don't measure where someone's at compared to where you are at today, because you don't know what they went through to get there. Um, so for me, when I, when I, 
jumped on. I was a CRM leads and that's really all I've worked. Yeah. I've worked a few, you know, I've done happy agents and stuff like that and just kind of figuring out what works for me. Um, and the CRM leads are kind of my sweet spot, you know, mortgage protection is I'm, I'm kind of branching out into that. Um, but usually the, the one month old and even the other day, Darren, you know, text me a code for 70% off three month leads and, you know, I know people may not like three month leads, but 70% off that's 500 leads for $300. If I can't do something with that, then I'm in the wrong business. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just figuring out it's a mindset thing. I was telling Darren what we do and Albert, you hit on it a minute ago. It's, it's really hard, but at the same time, it's not, um, it's hard. It's taxing mentally. Um, it's taxing cause you got to sit down and make the calls, but doing the work is, is it's an easy work you know? Um, so just figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work and where you're struggling and just getting help with that. Um, so yeah, the CRM leads are usually what I'm working and sometimes they're great and sometimes they're not. And that's just what it is. The other day I, I had 11 appointments booked. Um, I helped one family that day, one family out of 11 appointments. And that is not that is not a day I want to brag about, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but those days don't happen very often. It's, it's when I have those days, which when you're working CRM leads, you can have those days a lot, but when you have those days, it's looking at it going, okay, this isn't the normal. And let's look like it, it's worked in the past. It's, so it's going to work again. I just got to keep putting in the work to do it. So I can't ride that low and I can't ride that high. I just got to, you know, stay steady. Yeah. Well, you served in the military, right, Derek? No, sir. No, no I thought I thought you did. You got the build for it. <laughs> <laughs> but so the, so the things I mean, you kind of touched on it. We we um sometimes we think we think things are difficult, but in reality, it's it's not. It's just that we're not really conditioned for it yet. You know, because I remember my first day in the field. I think we went out for eight hours or something. Uh-huh. You know, first first day ever in the in, in the insurance uh, field. Went out for eight hours, and like I remember. The first couple of hours, I was kind of like, we still got six hours to go. And then, and then as the day kept going on, like, I just kept thinking like, oh, I'm so tired already. I'm like hungry. I'm like, how would I get by? I said, the, by the time the end of the first day was over and I didn't really do anything. I just wanted to go observe. Right. You know, I went, went out with my manager, watched her do everything. And then like, for me, I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this, but you know, but it's eight hours. Think about like how, like what we spend eight hours a day on, you know, for people that are on social media, people that are in front of their computers, people that watch TV. You're watching like a Yellowstone marathon or something, yeah. whatever, whatever you're doing. Sometimes people, people take so much time. But the thing is, we just haven't conditioned our minds for that. So after that first day, I was like, oh, I was really tired. And then second day, got a little bit easier. Third day, I'm like, after a while, I was like, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think it just comes down to you paying attention to how much time is lapsing versus like what you're actually doing. Because at the end of the day now, if you just go through the motion, sometimes the day finishes in eight, 10 hours if you're busy, right? If you're not busy enough, what's happening is you're thinking too much because you're not busy enough. And now you're dragging your feet on a lot of things. Or you're you're wasting so much time fighting that rather than just accepting it for what it is. And the thing is, I think you, you touched on it earlier too. You said um, certain people don't like certain leads or whatever. Like no one said you have to like anything. <laughs> if you know you have to do it for your business, you just have to do it. Like uh, I used to work in construction and we, there's a great group of guys that I worked with. And like, there's, there's multiple ways to do like a hard manually intensive, mentally intensive job. It's like, 
you can either have a mindset of like being sad and there'd be dopey guys that are like, you know, hitting their vape pen every three seconds and just complaining about everything and whining. And then there was like me and like a couple of the, 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 the homies there, you know, uh, Chicho was one of his name actually and we would just like joke around with you we'd be doing the work but we just like you know give each other crap and like crack jokes and like we made the best out of the situation we were doing the same job as that other person but we decided to have fun with it and 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 you know not cave to the tempting mentality that oh this sucks woe is me type of mentality so a lot of it is a mindset actually I have a question for you um when you when you first kind of we're, we're in your early, you know, your start and kind of getting through that hump. Uh, what was kind of like that watershed moment where you're like, okay, like I can actually do this. Like I, I, I kind of believe in myself a little bit more. Yeah. And I would say I'm still, I'm still there. I mean, I'm only, you know, five, six months in, so there, there's still a ton to, to learn and, and to grow in. Um, for me, it just comes down to a mindset and it wasn't a matter of if I'm going to do it, it's a matter of I'm going to do it because I jumped head first in most people want to ease their, And I'm not saying that's, that's not for everybody and that's okay. That was just the situation that I was in, you know, we moved and it was going to work for me and that's it no matter what, because this is what I chose to do. And that's just kind of my personality. Um, I'm very driven to the point where it drives my wife crazy sometimes. Cause I'm like, she's looking at me going, this isn't working. I'm like, no, it's going to work, you know? And I've already made it up in my mind that I can do it. But I think something, and I, you know, something that's really important is nothing's new under the sun and everything we say here. And you guys know this, it's all, you can find training and everything, but something, when I first got started, I kept hearing, oh, well, if you're just in it about the, you know, the money, it, you're not, you're not going to do it. You like, it's not going to be, it's, you're just, it's, that's all it's ever going to be for you. And you know, you're not going to help people. Um, and when you first get started, it's really hard not to be in it for that. Uh, because you see that first Americo payday come through and you're like, oh man, this is good. Right. <laughs> um, but after a while, I think it's those encounters to answer your question. It's those encounters with people that are in serious need um, that makes it, yeah, this is, this is why we're doing it. Um, I think, you know, I have just encounter after encounter after encounter with the, with kind of those people. So for instance, the other day, I helped a family with a, a 55 year old grandma working two jobs to support her daughter and her three kids because the three grandkids were all disabled and the mom stayed home to help homeschool the kids and take care of the kids. And she's looking at me like, if I pass away, I have, no, they, they are not going to be, they're going to be left with nothing you know? Um, and it's those moments where it's like, man, this is what it's for. So to answer your question, it's yeah. Those moments that you get to meet with people and actually feel like you're helping and doing something for them, a benefit. And that's what you hear all the time is you're the doctor and you have, you have the answer. So just give it to them. You know, does that answer your question, sir? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So Derek, are you, are you running, uh, appointments in person, virtually telesales. Yeah, I'm, I'm strictly in person. Um, and so when throughout the week, I, I can run 30 appointments in three days. Um, that's usually what my week looks like. Um, and it's a lot of work. Uh, but kind of what John was saying, you know, eight hours is eight hours. So what are you doing during it? So if I have a appointment that doesn't show up, man, I'm in my car, my seat scooted back, my iPad plugged in, on phone burner, making calls to book appointments for if I don't have them filled up for the next day. 
Um, so it's, it's a matter of what you're doing. I mean, it'd be super easy to turn on Yellowstone on my phone and just put it up there and eat some Chinese food. You know, that'd be super easy. Um, <laughs> but, but in my mind, I'm thinking that's not going to help my family that, you know, that's not, that's not providing, I'm not being faithful. I'm not being diligent. So it's, it's a matter of what you do during that downtime. Cause it, you have so many no-shows with the, uh, with the CRM leads. And that's just my experience. I have, I have lots of no-shows, um, but I also am able to help a lot of people too. Yeah. We just got a question on here. If you can, if you can answer this for us, someone asked what's, what's phone burner, is it an app or how does that work? Yeah. So phone, phone, phone burner is, um, just a website that if you actually use, and I, I don't have the, the link to it, but FFL gets a discount through it. Um, and I think it's a hundred dollars a month or something like that. And you actually just import your CRM leads to phone burner and it will just automatically, you click the dial button, it'll just dial through them and you can leave voicemails. You can do anything you need to do through that. Um, and it makes it super easy. You're able to get through two, three, 400, 500 calls in a matter of just a few hours compared to what you would be if you were manually dialing. So you don't have to sit there and actually overthink. It just automatically dial, dialing through that entire list that you uploaded on there, right? Right, right. And it's, it's a, a good thing about it is also shows you how many times you've called to. Um, and so I think with, with the CRM leads, it's, you know, I know just getting started looking at them, they can get expensive. Um, they can feel expensive. Um, one of the things that if that's what you're running into and I'm and you're struggling with was I was struggling with a cash flow problem. It wasn't that I wasn't able to bring money in. It was a matter of when it came in. Um, and so my business account was running low. So what I did was I went ahead and got not saying don't do this if you aren't smart with money, <laughs> but <laughs> I went ahead and got a credit card. And the only thing that goes on there are my leads. And I just paid off at the end of every month. And that helps with my cash flow problem. So if that's something you're struggling with, because you do have to buy a lot of CRM leads to, to work them. When I sit down um, to, to on a dial day, I have anywhere between 100 to 200 new leads that I'm working through. Um, and now they aren't always new. Some of them are like, I've only dialed through this list one time. So I'm going to dial through it again and I'm adding some more into it. But it's not just like I can go online, buy 20 leads and go, oh, they didn't work. Well, today was today sucked and then go sit down and do nothing. Yep. No, it's, you got to keep dialing. Yeah. And just real quick for, for Lisa's question, if you, if you want to go on and get the discount, it's the website is phoneburneragency.com. So that's phoneburneragency.com. Sam, you want to type that in any chance? Um, but, but yeah, th thanks for sharing a little bit about that. And yeah, phone, I think phone burner is a great tool for people that sit there and overthink. Cause a lot of times people will like sit, sit and like analyze their lead you know, make up this whole narrative about this client's, if this client's mean or that they never, never picked up before. And, you know, you start overthinking, then you're not actually sitting there dialing with a phone burner. It just keeps calling through and calling through. It removes the emotion out of it. And then if someone picks up, then it picks up for you, right? Yeah. So when you, so what's your uh, schedule look like since you're running appointments in the field? What's your schedule for the week look like? Yeah. Um, Mondays and Thursdays are my dial days. So um, Mondays starting at, eight, I, I'm dialing, um, you know, and I, I have to pick up my kids on Mondays at like, you know, two 30. So my dial day Monday could be a little shorter, but as soon as my wife gets home, I'm like, Hey, I, my, my appointments aren't booked. So I'm going to the room. You got the kids. Um, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm out in the field and I'm, I'm out the door. I mean, seven 30 are sometimes my first appointments. Usually they're eight. 
but I won't end my last appointment until about seven o'clock, um, sometimes eight o'clock. And then, and then, um, do you work weekends or time off for the kids? Uh, yeah, I, I don't work weekends right now. Um, I will for the next two weekends I'm working because, um, the kids have Christmas break and my wife doesn't have a flexible job. So no. that I'm, I'm at home. So we, it's, it's kind of that give and take where I told her, Hey, um, you know, I, I will, I'll stay home, but I'm working Saturdays, the next two weekends, um, to make up for that. And I think it's important to look and go what's coming up because Christmas is coming up. You guys have hit it. Thanksgiving came up. Um, and because, you know, last month was a good month for me. Um, I was able to put money back and be able to take some time off. And when I take time off at Christmas, it's not going to hurt me because the money's already there and I'm not worried about it. And so it, it you know, planning ahead um, really helps with that. Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, well, I I think that's really telling, you know, th- that type of response because as you said earlier, when you when you decided to come join this business, you're you said it's going, it has to work, it's going to work. There's there you you decided to do this, you know, because the thing is, if, if for the average person, yeah, if uh, if their kids have the the winter break off and then they gotta stay home with them, most people would just be like, oh, can't work, right, right. Instead, you know, you're 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 fig- you're looking at it from an ob- objective standpoint, like either way, I need to get it done. And right. if I can't do it in my normal days, then I got to figure out how do I how to make this thing work on the weekends because the bills don't stop during that time when your kids have winter break, right? No, they don't. <laughs> so I think now that you're you know you've been you've been in the business for a while now, as a brand new agent, you hit it on the point where there's that small disbelief, right, or a discouragement where you don't feel like it's going to work yet. In your situation now, it's guaranteed. You know what to do. You know how to make it happen. So. Uh, Question for you then, where do you see yourself in your business and where you can improve it, double it, triple it, 10 exit? How do yeah. you how do you um, look in your business now? Yeah. So right now I'm really trying to, you know, I heard someone once say, um, I'd rather work smarter, not harder. Um, and I'm like, why not do both? Um, work smart and hard. And it might have been on here. I can't remember where it was. It was uh, me. It was you. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No. Um, but right now it's like, okay, well, I'm spending a ton of time on dial days calling, which that's okay. That's I'd be in an office somewhere else. So I'm okay with that. But then I'm spending a lot of time driving um, and a lot of gas driving. So I'm looking at it going, what can I do now to kind of get rid of some of that dial time and free me up for more appointments, as well as give me some leeway on not spending as much money every month on gas and you know everything else. So I'm looking to start investing in some different leads. And I think Darren's going to talk about that here in a little bit, um, kind of what's worked for him. And he's my upline. So I'm kind of, you know, he's thrown me some um, of the leads that he's going to be talking about, which are super, super nice. Um, and then also looking at building an agency. Um, I talked to him to Darren about that today. I was coming, I love this business and I loved the way FFL did it because I didn't want to be the annoying insurance guy, but I also didn't want to have to rely on anybody else because I knew that if it was going to work for my family, I needed to know I could do it and support my family on it. And so a lot of people, you know, you hear jump in and start your agency and that's, that's great for me. It was like, I need to know that I can bring in what I need to bring in. So I can do that now. I know that now, now it's, what does it look like to recruit and what does it look like to get people underneath me? And those are kind of my next steps is 
looking at how can I capitalize on my leads and get better value um, as far as for my time? And then how can I build an agency? Right. Well, yeah. And I think you mentioned that you're you're moving on to different types of leads. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to look to work into a little bit of mortgage protection into your overall repertoire of leads. So for the, for the people that say that CRM leads don't work since that's exclusively what you've been working up until now, what do you, what do you have to say to those people that say CRMs don't work, CRM leads don't work, or that people don't pick up, they didn't fill it out? What are, um, so I'm a pretty blunt guy. So I'm going to be blunt. Um, this it's, it's not the CRM leads that don't work. It's you that don't work. Um, <laughs> you're not working them. Um, and I, and now don't now hear me when I say this, you're going to get CRM leads that the birthday is wrong. You're going to get CR, CRM leads that the address is wrong. And so when you tell it to them, they're gonna be like, no, that's wrong. Some people will hear that and go, oh, well, I must've got the wrong number. Okay. Bye. I like, I'll skip over that. If I say your birthday wrong, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, sometimes it gets mixed up or I just say, okay, well, your address is here. And they're like, okay, yeah. And I go right into it and just finish the finish booking the appointment. Um, the CRM leads are what they are. They're CRM leads. And you have to know that, um, you know, there's going to be wrong numbers. There's going to be people that cuss you out as soon as you pick up the phone. And uh, usually I yell back at them to get them to calm down. And they do, um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you don't know me. Don't yell at me. Um, but it, it's just one of those things where they work. You have to buy enough of them to work and you have to work them. After you're done calling them through, I my process is I will usually call through once and leave a voicemail. And you can do this on phone burner. You can record a pre-recorded voicemail and just hit voicemail drop. Um, so I just say, hey, this is Derek Robison. My office has been trying to reach you for a while. Please return our call when you can, or please return our call immediately or something like that. And then after I do that, um, some people will call me back, some won't. I'll triple dial after that. So if I have 200 leads by this point, if I started at eight o'clock, usually around noon or one o'clock, I'm done. And I can go back and finish up, start at the top of that list again and work my way down. So I call them at eight, I'm calling them at noon. And this time I'm triple dialing them. Um, and then I'm leaving a personal voicemail where it's not, it's, it takes a little more time because I can't put their name in a pre-recorded voicemail. So I'll say, Hey, Albert, this is Derek. Um, man, I'm sorry to call you three times in a row, but my office has been trying to reach you for a while. And honestly, I just don't know how else to do it. Give me a return call when you get this. And, um, then they're usually calling me back. And so it takes a lot of work, but I mean, you can, you can definitely be successful just on CRM leads. Um, it just, it just is a matter of mindset. Is it going to work for you? Well, are you going to make it work? I got another question. So for your process now, and you've been doing it for six months now, what would you say that what you do to build your agency and, and what would you relate to a new agent? Uh, here listening or, or your future agents, what would you say would be a non-negotiable based on your systems that you're doing right now that you you got to do? Yeah, you have to. It's I mean, we say it all the time you have to dial, sit your butt down and dial like just if, if it's oh, my back's hurting. Well, get a comfortable chair, go buy a, <laughs> go buy a chair, um, find a spot that works for you and sit down and make yourself dial. If it's a cash flow problem like I was having get a credit card with a with a reward system where you actually earn money back and you know that will pay for leads in the future um now if you do struggle with money and you struggle with credit cards don't do that but figure out something that works for you um you know don't say well derek said and then be calling me i didn't, I didn't get you in debt um 
He'll, so, he'll yell back at you, by the way. I will yell back at you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to dial. And if it's, a, if it's your dial day now, I say that, and there are going to be days where like, man, my day was screwed up today. Um, it's a dial day for me. And I did not get to dial as much as I wanted. I already had some appointments booked, but you know, I was, you know, we're buying a house. So I had to go do some stuff for that this morning. I had to go get some other stuff done. And so you're going to have days that are, that are messed up, but tomorrow what I'm going to be doing, if I have any no shows is I'm going to be calling for Saturday, um, and getting those ready. And so you, you have to be on the phone. If we could role play real quick, I mean, just because, you know, you kind of went over the uh, CRM leads. So if, if you're, if you're calling me and I, and I said, Hey, Derek, I don't, I don't remember filling this thing out. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Albert, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I don't remember what I ate for lunch. Um, like I said, my office has been trying to get a hold of you for about three months now. So it could have been something that was just really, you did, you did, and then just forgot about, but Hey, that address on the request was one, two, three main street. Is that still a good address for you? Is that still current? And the reason I say, I'm just real quick. The reason I say is that current is because it's a three month old lead. Some of those addresses are wrong. And usually they'll be like, no. And I'll be like, okay, well, give me that correct. Go ahead and give me that correct address. And they'll give it to me. So you're, you're just trying to take control with, with the, with the questioning and the pace and everything. Correct. And then there, the, the question I hate getting and everyone hates getting is what is this for again? What is this for Derek? Well, like I said, I'm an underwriter and my office received a request that was for that state regulated death benefit. Hey, Albert, your email on here is albert12 at yahoo.com. Is that still a good email address? Yes. I like that. Perfect. Hey, I'm going to be, I have an availability in the morning or the afternoon. Uh, which one works best for you? Uh, in the afternoon. Perfect. Okay. Hey, I'm going to be there at four o'clock um, tomorrow. Okay. Now I'm going to drive a blue Honda CRV and I'm a short, stocky white guy with glasses. So when you see me walk up to your door, don't pull a gun out on me or hit me with a baseball bat. Okay. <laughs> now, what if, what if people say, um, I was filling it out for something else. Like I don't, I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't a, I didn't know this about life insurance. Yeah. And you're going to get those. And some of those people, man, sometimes I can turn it around and sometimes they're like, no, I'm not interested. And that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you hear people, if I get that, I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's strange. So you already have something in place then. Right. And they'll be like, "Uh, well, no. And I'll be like, well, perfect. That's why I'm calling. Right. So so, and sometimes they're not interested because you suck on the phone. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah. No, I've had a guy tell me, hey, you know what? Um, I'm actually no longer interested because I just, I don't like the way you're talking to me. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, the game. I, no, I respect that because I'm a very blunt person. So I appreciate honesty. And so um, when he said that, I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry if I offended you. Can, can, I, can I ask you what I did? And he goes, well, it's just your tone. And I was like, okay, what about my tone? He goes, I think I've given you enough feedback. Goodbye. and that was it and you're going to have those and i think it's important is and it's hard when you're a new agent and i'm sorry i don't want to take up i'm i'm taking up like talking i'm sorry but i think it's important that when you're a new agent and you get told no man you gotta be like a duck and let it the water roll off your back just move on to the next one and just don't come up with this thing in your head like you were saying oh they're not going to answer or they're not going to no, do it. And you'll have days where you don't want to dial. 
well, you know what? You got to make yourself and you got to get yourself in that attitude to dial. Um, so. Or Trisha, just go door knock as she, as yeah, she always she says. Said. Yeah. yeah, it's very, it's really important to, to not feel defeated or accepting that defeat as soon as you get that first rejection, right? Because like, that's the number one hurdle you need to get over. It's not going to be about the clients. It's not going to be too much of what you said. It could be, but it's about how you react to it, you know, and how you can reflect that back to the client, make something out of nothing, have a good rebuttal, but you just got to fight <laughs> instead of just saying, oh, you don't, you don't want this. Okay, bye. Right. And I think it's important that, you know, you'll, you'll have people that answer the phone and that are angry with you and that will, you know, whatever. And, and it's really just like, oh, well, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry, man. If I guess you didn't fill this out, which could mean someone might be trying to file for benefits in your name. And then that stops them. They're like, what, wait, what is this again? Right. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me, and I, and that stops them in their tracks. And I'm like, let me come out and show you. So. Yeah. Really sound advice. So before we let you go, uh, for, for any struggling agents out there, what advice would you give to them? Yeah. Um, my, I always think even when I was, even now, when I have days like last Monday, um, where I helped one family out of 11, um, and some of those were no shows, but whatever I'm looking at everybody else. And I'm, if, if everyone else is doing it, I can do it. It's just a matter of what do I need to change or if I need to change anything. So on those days where I have, you know, horrible days, what did I do different? You know, what was it? Did I do anything different on those days where I don't book the appointments? Um, well, I did the same thing I did last week. Maybe it was just an off day. And I, you have to keep track of those and don't let that one bad day discourage you. And just know, like you have a re tons of resources um, and there's always a way to do it. If you want it bad enough, we have this we have this saying in my family is if you want it bad enough, you're going to figure out a way to do it. Um, so it's just a matter, you know, if you want to hang out and I'm a former student pastor. So I say for students, if you want to go hang out with your friends and your parents, like you got to do this first, if you want, if you want that bad enough, you're going to do it. You're going to do all those chores and then extra. So if you want this to work, you are going to make it work. Yeah. And, and the converse of that, if you don't want to do something, it's real easy to find a reason why not to, right? Like those, those are it's huge, yeah. widely available there. And then one, la one last question, uh, aside from money, Derek, which I'd love to see your growth and, you know, with your attitude and your work habit, work habits and work ethic. I mean, it's no, it's no wonder why you're growing, but aside from, aside from the money, what do you do this for? And I, I do it. And just like I said, for that grandma who, um, like she would have been, if something happens to her, those three kids with the masses on their spine and that are struggling with autism, they go without, um, it's those moments that are really, really special. Um, and aside from that, man, I do it for my kids. I do it for my family. Um, you know, I had a, a funeral that we drove to Missouri for yesterday, where if it was a normal day, if it was a normal job, it, I couldn't do that. Right. Um, so you have to, there's downsides and upsides to everything. And yeah, this, I'm not where I want to be yet. Um, my family isn't getting what I want them to get yet as far as income from me. Um, but they will, 
it's just a matter of me continuing to work and do it and being able to provide for my family. My little, my, my boy, my little girl and boy are running around writing policies for imaginary people all the time now. Um, <laughs> awesome. you know? So, so it, it, it's them being able to see their dad be home a little bit more and um, just be able to be, be less stressed too. Cause it's, I'm not relying on anybody else. I'm not worried about someone else, you know, bringing in my paycheck. It's me. I love to hear all that, Derek. That, that, that's really great stuff and appreciate all the tips that you're sharing with all the other agents out there that are in the same position or maybe need a little bit of inspiration or guidance. So appreciate you coming on and sharing them with us. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Now we're, now we're going to be talking to Darren White, who yep. you guys have seen before. This is He also works with Derek. So, Darren, you, you there with us? Yeah, man. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Good. It's good to hear from Derek. Derek's one of my agents, and uh, we brought him on about five or six months ago. And, uh, you know, when he started, we had him come on just not long after he started, and he was uh, already killing it on the phone. But if you guys listened back then and you listen today, like the progression that you've seen in Derek is amazing, right? The, the rebuttals, all the stuff. Well, you don't just get that unless you're dialing every day and working and, and get you a good schedule. And that's what you've seen with Derek is he gets better every day with what he does. And the other thing, you were asking about military. He's a, well, he's a wrestler. And uh, so he was telling us that before. And, and there's really – I say that in joking but because I love my wrestlers, but there is a discipline that is attached with wrestlers that they have to have, and that discipline carries on. And I tell my wrestlers all the time, I had a guy call me while I was coaching in Texas, and he, he calls me up and he says, hey, do you have any former wrestlers that – are looking for a job. I'm like, maybe he says, I only recruit. He said, I'm always looking for wrestlers to recruit. And uh, he <laughs> said, because they're the hardest workers. He's got wrestled in high school. And he said, they're the hardest uh, workers and, and the most disciplined people. Cause if you could get through high school and do all that, you're really disciplined. And I tell my wrestlers all the time, I said, man, people are looking for people just like you that has a, you know, can handle a practice and get through it. And now I think about it shoot why not me recruit all the wrestlers right and get them in the (laughs) field so um i might have me a new uh way to look at this well yeah i think i I think we did touch on that earlier like the thing is with wrestlers i mean there's there's got to be incredible discipline to to cut weight and to get up early and you know prepare all all this other stuff that you have train all this other stuff you got to do it's not about doing things that you want all the time because that's not life that's not realistic yeah if if you if you need to get somewhere you need to go accomplish something you not only do you do the things that you like and you enjoy, you also have to do all the other things that that just come with it. You just stop fighting and just do it, right? Yep. But speaking speaking of which, though, Darren, I mean, how, how did you find Derek, by the way? So Landon, uh, he 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 and Landon uh, had gone to church together, and and uh, I think he was Landon's youth pastor at one time, and and to my son-in-law, and uh, so Landon brought him on. Uh-huh. Right. Warm market always works. Yep. So. Yep. And he and he's killing it. So, and he's coachable. That's the, that's the thing is any, anyone that has been successful has always been coachable and uh, I can take somebody that's coachable, but if they're not coachable, um, you know, if they're rogue, watch out for them. You know, I don't know. I just, you got, you got to, you've got to be coachable in this business. And Albert knows I reached out to you so many times at the beginning and uh, continue to do so. Right. Even as a, as a leader, I, I go to you for mentorship on how to handle certain situations quite often. And, uh, you never stop. So when you quit learning, when you quit being coachable, um, you know, you're probably done, you know, so always looking. And I know you reach out to Jack and different ones. Yeah. 
And you know, and I, I love I love when people do that because it's not like I always have the answer, or sometimes sometimes there is no answer to it. Just we just got to figure it out. But you know, at least it lets me know where you where you're at. At least it lets me know you know what your what your challenges are. So this way, if something comes up, I'm like, hey, Darren was dealing with this. Let me let me reach out to him. Yeah. So I mean, there there's there's always that that communication is always important. But speaking of doing really cool things for your team, you actually are you actually just got. Uh, yeah. You rented a rented a spot down in Miami for national convention coming up February first through the fourth. Yeah. If you guys haven't registered, FFLConvention.com. Make sure you guys go on there and register. It's free to attend. Awesome event. But what did you do for your team? That's sweet. So uh, for you know, this is what Family First Life has allowed me to do. Um, I uh, I put down a thousand dollars, just like it wasn't even nothing. I never even had to ask. You know, you saw I'm like, hey baby, I need to do this. We got money in the bank and. I didn't even think twice about it. I just went and got my credit card and, and my, my debit card and paid thousand dollars for a uh, for a down payment on a big uh, seven bedroom, uh, four bath, uh, luxurious home on the beach awesome. of Miami, Ooh. and uh, had a big heated indoor swimming pool. And I mean, just top class, man. It's nice. And uh, that's so, awesome. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the invite. I'm excited yeah. to saw, go there. Yeah, I saw it was uh, up to you all come. <laughs> it was up to 14 guests, right? <laughs> yeah, 20, actually 20. So we got 14 filled up. So I have room wow. for a few of you. And uh, but no, man, it's it's incredible. And and as I posted that on our Rockstar group, me, we're the we're the Rockstar team, and uh, we have our group, me, and I posted on there, and within about I don't know a few hours, we had all seven rooms booked up already. So we got people going and. That's exciting to know we got people going to the convention for sure. Right. With such an exciting event, I mean, why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want your team to, to go and actually enjoy, learn? You know, their their business is going to grow as a result of it. So, yeah. so yeah, Albert, a year ago today, a year ago, December eighteenth, you know, I went through all this. It's almost right at a year ago. I went through, uh, really went through hell, man, with what I went through physically with my body and, and uh, my health. And I missed convention last year. I wasn't able to go. I wasn't able to see, actually. It's a crazy story. But um, I, I didn't get to go. But we sent about six or seven agents down there. And it was kind of tough to watch them out there playing top golf and enjoying <laughs> themselves. And I'm sitting there at home like, oh, that sucks. I even paid half their ways like to go. So I'm like, y'all just go in my part. But this year, it ain't happening. Me and my wife are going. And uh, this is the first time my wife, Becky, has actually got to do anything with Family First Life. She's a school teacher and, and busy all the time, but she's taken off and, and going with me. And she's really excited about this. And I'm excited to really finally have the chance to do that. Um, making more money than I've ever made in my lifetime. And uh, it, it's crazy. And that's these, these new leads that we're going to be talking to until I kind of share what they've done for us. Yeah. Well, awesome. You, well, yeah, I mean, Clearly, you've uh, you've you've rebounded in a, in a strong way. I mean, you went you went through some ups and downs, you know, through through your time here. You had some had some you know issues with your health, and you know we're we're all thankful that you're healthy again and and and, and and running all, all cylinders. Yeah. So, how did you deal with those situations when things weren't as good as they were right now? Yeah, man, it was tough. It, I mean, like it it really was. So this is a mental game, anyways. We know the insurance business can be can be. Uh, It'll make or break you, boy. And if I don't, I don't think if I didn't have the discipline that I had growing up, maybe as a wrestler or as a coach or whatever, and just that discipline to just stick it through and just know it's going to get better. You just keep doing what you're doing and you keep believing in the system and reaching out to other people. Um, and then, you know, when you're a leader, you can't let people know that you're 
discouraged. I think I had people that had no idea, Albert, that I, I literally, for about two and a half, three months, I couldn't see more than two foot in front of me. Like, it was bad. Um, my eyes got, and it was scary to think I might be blind. Um, now God has brought me through all that and, I, and doctors, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've got 20, 50 vision now, my right eye, my left eye is still working on and, and I still get shots and, and lasers and I still go through treatments. I got four treatments over the next uh, four weeks, but that's okay. It's like, it's getting better and we're seeing progression. Uh, but there was a time it was scary, but you know, my agents didn't know it. Um, there's a lot of agents later as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, wow, I didn't had no idea. Well, I'm not going to tell you, right. We just kind of just do what we do. And, uh, I had to keep my faith and, and, and keep my spirits up and, uh, it wasn't easy. Uh, but you know, life's hard sometimes. Right. And, uh, so we just deal with it. Well, that, that's, that's, so- that's, yeah, that's real. That's really, uh, it's really thoughtful of you to, to not want to, put that burden on other people or, or, or have people be concerned for you during that time. But, you know, I think that's like a real testament to a lot of the people on this team, because, you know, a lot of times we may be going through different things of our own, but we're, you know, we're still thinking about the rest of the team and, and how do we help other people get, how do we lift them up rather than let me just throw all my burdens onto this other person. Right. My life is sucks right now and whatever. So, I mean, everyone's going through different things at different times. I mean, so just be aware of that when you guys are personally going through your individual stuff and thinking, it's the weight of the world on your shoulders and, you know, no one else understands how tough it is. People do. Yeah. You know, people do. So, you know, yeah, just if you can be a good teammate for other people, the same way they're trying to be for you. Yeah. If you can advise us, you know, man, a lot of people think like it's the end of the world for them. Like you went through some rough stuff. Yeah. So died. two to three months um, during that time yeah. can hardly see what, what got you over. If you could just give a little bit of enlightenment of keeping your spirits up. What, yeah. what was the procedure like mentally to strengthen your mind and, and having more, more faith and fear type of stuff? Yeah. So I grew up, I grew up preacher's son and I had no, you know, I grew up in church. Right. So I, I had that background and faith in God. And, and so, and I'm not here to preach to anybody because everyone's got to, to, to live their life. But I know personally that I know God allowed me to come through, but I think that faith in him and that faith knowing that, that this is, I'm just doing the right thing. But, you know, when you, when you're in it for the right reasons and you know that I'm, Hey, he already, he brought me through that one night, literally I had one night in the hospital where they, they said I died. They gave me chest compression. They told my wife, got her out of the room, call somebody. And, and God brought me through that. I'm like, if I can get through that, he's got a purpose for me. And uh, I told that story when I was up in California that uh, I'm not through writing this chapter of my book yet. And it's not finished. I've got more chapters to go and I've got a big story and to tell. And I'm just now beginning to tell the story and I've got a lot more to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And, like and, that. that's, and that's great that you have such a perspective on that because yeah, you, you're, you know, that, you know, that if you came back after all that and you didn't do anything with it, you'd be squandering the opportunity big time. Yeah. It was, um, so I, I went to convention in 2021, and three months after convention, I hit uh, vice president because I was so fired up. I left convention. I was fired up, pumped up, ready to go. Um, I, you know, I hit senior sales manager and then vice president, uh, and I was really going. About the time I hit vice president, we opened up our office, and Sean might come down to Seminole, Oklahoma, and then it was one month later, month and 18 days or, or 12 days, whenever this hit me. 
uh, after Sean came. And then everything just went. So I had all that momentum going and being a vice president, man, just ready to get, you know, hit the 300,000 mark. And all of a sudden, boom, they hit me. And, and I'll be honest with you, uh, when, the, when I kind of quit, notice my team quits a little bit and when I'm not pushing them and, and I wasn't able to for a long time. And, and I seen that slip. I, it went down uh, for a little bit. But once I was able to get back in the groove and start calling them and start having leader meetings and, and with Trish and Helen and, and uh, Alicia later on, and I, I found my leaders um, and we started working, I began to see it go up again. And they just had to stay positive through it. So, right. yeah, yeah, so it would have been really easy to just give up during that time because, yeah. you know, like you could feel sorry for yourself, but yeah. you got bigger calling. So oh, I'm yeah. glad Absolutely. you're doing it. So speaking of doing bigger things, yep. you know, you, you've, uh, you've, you've transitioned into additional leads and, you know, so tell us a little bit of how all that's worked because your numbers have been great recently. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Best I've ever done. And I've done this for four years now in the insurance business. And, uh, I've never done anything quite like this. And so I reached out. I was I was struggling with the CRM leads. And well, for one, obviously I not that I didn't want to work. I didn't I, I had a hard time working, uh, seeing the my sc- screen on, you know, or to pull up the leads and I couldn't see they're so small sprint. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna struggle making all these dials. So I had to make something work for me. And uh so I talked to one of the top producers in FFL. He does a every month and and he and i talk and uh and and <laughs> anyway he we we he actually spent about three days in my house and it worked out perfect um we i just picked his brain right and i said man what are you doing and what's your team doing and he said well he said personally i've worked these leads and and so he told me what he's doing so when he left i called albert and albert probably thought i was crazy but i said albert i'm gonna lock out the whole state of oklahoma and I know you and Jack are like, oh, wait, what? You're going to do what? And uh, I said, I'm going to lock out the whole state of Oklahoma. I want to work mortgage protection, and, and I'm going to start working these leads. Well, they're buy per lead campaign. And what that means is I, I spend anywhere from $73 to $80 on, on a lead, on one of these leads. Um, but here's the deal. At some point, you got to believe in yourself, right, and, and believe in what you're doing. It, I would not have done that, Albert. Uh, four years ago, three years, uh, two years ago, I wouldn't have done it. I kind of did it out of necessity because I needed quality because I wasn't able to handle the quantity uh, with, with my health and stuff, you know, with my eyesight. So I needed something that I can really focus on. And, and that's what I did. Um, so let me just tell you what I did is I pulled off the last 14 leads. This is three weeks worth of leads. So I got in, ter- in terms of number of families. Yeah. Um, okay. So I will. I'll, I'll do this. So 14, <laughs> but in leads, in terms of leads, I pulled out 14 leads, and uh, this is three weeks worth of leads. So li- literally, you saw, you heard Derek talking about 200 leads a week or whatever he's, he's going through. In three weeks, I got 14 leads. So I didn't get a bunch. It's not that I had a, a ton of leads, but it was just what I could do. I, As you guys know, I, I took on a coaching job again just – coaching junior high in the morning from so my schedule looks like this at 7 30 to 9 i'm coaching junior high from 9 till 2 30 i'm i'm working insurance 2 30 to 4 i'm coaching high school and then i do insurance in the evenings and a couple of nights a week i'll run little league practice but so i, I still help with wrestling 
and uh, but more out of necessity, but because I needed to coach. But Family First Life has allowed me to go back and do the things I love. I couldn't have done that before. I had to quit coaching in order to work Family First Life to make money, you know, to really to get where I wanted to do and grow my business. But now my business is taking care of itself and I make enough money now that I can go back and still give back to the community, help coach and get to do what I love to do. So I'm doing that. So anyway, the, so in the last three weeks, I got five leads a week. And you can do the math on five leads a week. I, I'm going to tell you the number on that because it's a thousand for those five leads or 15 leads. I spent a thousand fifty dollars on on you know 15 leads. That's so not, not you know, cheap. yeah. I mean, it, it, in, in retrospect, the way I look at it, it, it's it's incredible. So out of those 15 leads, um, crazy the way this thing works. But um, I we sold eight of the 14. Um, leads were sold. Um, so that means there were six of them that either did not get sold or they, um, they just hadn't been resolved yet. And uh, so eight out of 14 got sold. Of the eight out of 14 that got sold, we wrote, uh, what was it, 13? Uh, we wrote 13 appointment applications. So sometimes you write multiple in a home. And so we wrote 13. So out of 14 leads, I wrote 13 applications of those, and um, okay. of that, we helped 12 and a half families. So out of those oh. 14 leads, we helped 12 and a half families. Um, the lead, this is what I project there. I, I figured up the profit per lead. So on the 14 leads that I got in um, were just uh, a little bit shy, uh, maybe an arm shy of one family per lead. So if you can do the math on it, um, that's about, you know, we're almost helping a family per, per lead. So, you know, wow. we kind of figured up, um, and then we're helping about a family and a half per sold lead. So our sort of the leads that, uh, were, they're actually the family bought. So, um, it's, it's been real successful when I, I even broke it down. We did a training the other day and, uh, I kind of broke down the leads, how they worked. And, um, and they're really, they're anywhere from 20 years old to 75 years old. And, and Albert, what I've noticed is I actually have an easier time selling to the older families and people I know for years, um, in the mortgage protection business, people are afraid to sell to someone that's older, um, because they can't get them. A, a lot of times you can't get them a term policy. Right. Well, Literally, I just got off the phone today. I sent a post on there, a lady 68 years old. She, I had been calling her for three weeks. She was one of these 14 leads. Uh, it was, I'm going to tell you, seven out of 14, but she called me about an hour before we get on, and I sold her a policy. Uh, it a month. Or, I mean, uh, uh, AP. Her 12, anyway, we good. <laughs> a family. <laughs> a family and a leg. And uh, so, um, so, anyway, just for, for that. But, the lady calls me up and she's, and uh, so what happened is I'd been calling her for three weeks and I'd call her about three or four, every three or four days, I'd leave a message. She never calls me back. I sent her a text message, never nothing. So to this morning, I had a little bit of time. So I call her again and I, and I just said this, I said, um, her name was oh, Olita, I believe it was Olita. Um, Olita, this is Darren with mortgage. Um, I didn't even say with mortgage protection because I've tried that before. This time I just said, 
hey, Elena, this is Darren calling about your mortgage. And that's it. That's all I said. Right? <laughs> and, I, I'm like, the other one wasn't working. So I thought, I've got to try something different. So, hey, this is Darren calling about your mortgage uh, you have with Rocket uh, Finance and uh, Rocket Mortgage. Um, please give me a call back and left my number. Hey, guess what? She calls back today. And uh, she said, now, what is this again? I said, it's a mortgage protection. You filled out a card and uh, you uh, filled out a card, asked for someone to give you some information on how to pay the house off if you died or it's going to make payments for you. And uh, she said, yeah, I remember filling that card out. She said, I actually had a guy call me about two weeks ago and he took all my information and he said that uh, he um, he said he was going to submit an application and, and he'd get back with me. She said that he's never called me back. She said, I don't I think maybe some stuff I told him I wasn't insurable. So he was afraid to let me know. And I said, listen, I told her who I was. I said, listen, I've got a, a bunch of agents working in all kinds of states. I said, I'm, I'm going to run Oklahoma here. I said, I will drive there if you want me to and, and visit with you. But I said, uh, I promise you one thing. I'll, I'm not going to do that to you. I will get you coverage. I said, well, we had a person just the other day that had stage four cancer and we got on coverage. I said, we will cover anybody. And uh, I said, we'll not do that to you. And she said, you're not just saying that. And I said, absolutely not. I promise you, I'll give you my word. I'm not going to hang up this phone today until we get you some coverage. And she said, you don't know how much that means to me. And I said, well, that's going forward. You're going to put my phone number in your phone. I'm going to put yours in my phone. And I said, we're going to communicate back and forth and we'll get you coverage. And I said, but the next thing is I'm going to write you up to a company called Americo and they're going to let me know why I have you on the phone if you if you got coverage or not. And I'm not hanging up until we do that. She said, perfect, let's do it. Rotor America, it got approved. And, uh, nice. you know, so um, got helped uh, off that one. We helped the family in a leg, right? A little bit more. <laughs> so to kind, of, to, to, to kind of just expound on that just a little bit. If, if you're seeing a client, they fill out mortgage protection and then they're, they still owe a couple hundred thousand on their on their policy, yep. on their mm-hmm. on their mortgage anyway, excuse me. And then, you know, they're a senior and you can't show you can't cover them for the full amount because they probably wouldn't qual- qualify for the term. Right. What solution do you provide at that point? Oh, yeah. So I do that. All the first thing I tell them, I said, well, here's so here's the deal. I said, let's let's just be real. Uh, you're you're 72 years old and we know insurance is not go to, is not cheap when you get your age. Right. And they agree. And I said, so what my job today is find something that fits your budget. And I don't know if your budget's $50, $75, $100, or $150. I, we're going to figure that out here in a few minutes. But you're going to tell me what your budget is, and I'm going to find a plan that's going to fit your budget. Does that make sense to you? And they say, yes. And I said, well, perfect. That's what we're going to do. Now, I'm going to explain to you how that works. Um, I said, why in the world? I want you to tell me um, why the bank would loan a 72-year-old person a note on a 30-year note, knowing that you're not in great health. And they're going to be, well, there's no risk. I said, there is no risk on the bank. The bank uh, will get all the equity of the home if you pass. Every time you make a house payment, the value of your home goes up and the equity of your home goes up. I said, there is no risk. They do not worry about it. I'm going to save you from the bank today. Your family is going to get saved from that, from losing everything they got to the bank. Now, sometimes we have to do what we call payment protection plans. And what that means is I'm going to take over and you're going to make payments from even though you're you're gone, you passed away, you're going to make payments from the grave. And uh, for me, either the next 12 months, 18 months or 24 months. Uh, so you're not around anymore, but you're going to continue to make those payments. What a gift that is to your kids. 
to know that you're you're no longer there, but you're still making payments. Uh, they're going to love you for that. It's an incredible gift, and it's what we're going to do. So we just have to figure out today: Do you want to do it for 12 months, 18 months, or 24 months, or even more? And uh, so they say, okay, let's let's figure it up. And then I'll give them option one, option two, option three. And uh, I find out. So how much is is your payments? And they said, well, like this lady today is five hundred seventy-five dollars. I said, well, perfect. I did the math, and I my five seventy-five times twelve, five seventy-five times eighteen, five seventy-five times twenty-four, and um, we did the. We looked at the eighteen. It was right at ten thousand dollars, and uh, for for a policy, and it was going to be around sixty dollars a month, and. Uh, we're doing it, and and uh, she said, "Let me ask you this: What would uh, what would twenty thousand do?" I said, "Well, it cover you for three years, and uh, and and then we're going to do accidental and be on top of it if this company accepts it." And uh, she said, "Let's do twenty then," and it wound up being ninety seven dollars a month. And uh, so we did it, and we submitted that, and we found something fit her budget. She even told me, like, I was going to go sixty. She said, "No, I want more." And uh, so. She was thrilled to death. Couldn't believe that I did it all that for her today. And uh, we did that off of the MP lead that a lot of agents would have took that and they would have said, and this lady, 68 years old, they would have said, oh, that's a tough sell. I can't get our term. And they don't even bother calling. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I make more sales probably of the, of the uh, four, 13 that we sold. I would bet eight of them or nine were over at age of 65. And I want you to think about that for a second. Why are older people filling out these cards, right? If you were, if you just came from a doctor and you had kind of poor health or thought you did, and all of a sudden you get this thing and it says, pays off your $111,000 mortgage uh, in, in the event of a death, you're like, sweet, baby, I'm going to fill that card out, right? And they send it <laughs> in. And, and so now we get to do the work, right? Um, what does that mean? Well, we've got to transition. And, and no longer that a term policy, but it's a whole life policy locked in and we're doing payment protection plans. And that's the way we do it. And that's how I've sold these. Um, every time I go to a home, I sell, I've, I've closed every house I've been to, Albert, um, on these. So what I do is they call me and, uh, or, or I call them up and I say, look, we can do this one of two ways. I, I do not care either way. We can do a phone consultation. I could do a Zoom call um, and they always like, no, either phone or whatever, or I can meet you in person. And uh, I said, I do not mind driving out to see you. And uh, if they're older, they've almost always, not always because sedation, but usually they almost always say, would you, you wouldn't mind coming out to see us? I said, absolutely. Do not mind a bit. I'd be glad to do it. I said, you can need to get to see me and get to know me. Because Albert, if, if they tell me to come out and see them, I will close that policy. I'd say 100%. It's not going to be 100, but right now I'm on 100%. Um, Close and killer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I speak it like it is, but um, (laughs) it's not. Reality, we know. But I believe every time when I get in that car, I believe. If I'm driving, and I tell them this, because, Albert, remember, I did the whole state of Oklahoma. I'm right in the middle. Sometimes it's a three-hour drive, three-and-a-half, four-hour drive, right? I tell them, I said, you understand if I'm going to get in my car and drive halfway across the state just to see you, that you better be there, right? You wouldn't do that to me. They always laugh. They said, you would do that? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'm coming just to see you. Do you not think that they're going to get a policy when I leave? They're like, if he's coming, we're getting something. They appreciate the fact that you did that for them. Yeah. Um, and so when I get there, 
I just explain to them how these how these policies work, what you're qualified for. You qualify for a payment protection plan, which is incredible, and I, I build the value up. Now all we got to do is get you qualified, and when I get there, we sell them. The other day, I did one the hold my beer one. So you know, we sold the policy. If you guys read my group, me, it's pretty funny. I thought, but uh, anyway, my wife don't think I'm so funny, but anyway. <laughs> um, she, she didn't get it. She said, what do you mean, hold your beer? You're not drinking, are you? And I'm like, baby, it's, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm really not. Um, but so I, I wrote the policy on this 78-year-old man, um, and we got him America approved right on the spot. Incredible. It was $120 policy. And it was one of those 78 years old, and we got him a, more, a payment protection plan for 12 months uh, that's going to take care of that. That's what he wanted. He, he found something to fit his budget. He actually told me, he said, I've got $125 to spend. I found him something for an $118. He, he looked at me and says, he gave me a high five. He said, you did it, didn't you? I said, absolutely, man. We got this. So I wrote him a policy. As I'm putting my phone number in his phone, uh, there was another man sitting in a chair. And he said, well, he said, I'm not able to get insurance. I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, I've been told three times I can't get insurance. And he started telling all these medical issues. And that's why I said, hold my beer. No, I, I didn't tell him that. But I admit it. I, I was like, come here. I said, come here in the kitchen. And uh, I said, let's see what I can do for you. Boom. Just like that. Ten minutes later, I had him an AIG policy. He was thrilled to death. He shook my hand. He said, thank you. While I'm writing him a policy, there was another couple. This is like Grand Central Station in his house. They were in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm not joking. They were literally opening up a can of uh, uh, baked beans. And, and they said, I heard the lady said, do you want to heat them? He said, nah, just let's eat them cold. And I'm like, dang. And so they're eating some cold baked beans in the kitchen. But she said, um, the lady, the guy said, I wonder if you can help us get insurance. I'm like, well, dang right, I can get you some insurance. She said, can you really? I said, absolutely, man. Let's get him over here. Let me take care of old Howard here. And then you got to sit down. So Howard leaves. They come over there. They sit down and wrote them both a, a family plan of American Amicable. And I just, I wanted something different. It was easy and quick and, and, they have a family legacy. They were 42 and 46. I wanted to get them $10,000 whole life because that's what they wanted. And uh, they wanted the same thing. I'd got the other two gentlemen. I got them both $10,000 policies. So it was real easy for me. I said, well, we're going to get you a family plan at 10,000 each. You both, everyone here has the same policies and uh, boom, just like that. We got them approved and walked out the house with uh, four policies, 33 or 33, three and a half families that night. So awesome wow. for one for one yeah. lead that cost me $74. So I quit looking at lead costs. Albert, there was a day when I would have looked at $74 and I would have said, you're crazy. There is no way am I spending that much on a lead. When I look at this, that I can, I can help almost a family per lead. Every time I buy lead, I quit looking at $74. I think of it as a family, right. uh, you know, in that concept of how much, uh, I can make on that on that lead. It's no longer so much I'm taking my money on it. On every lead, I'm going to on it. So it's it's easy. So it. that's why I look at it now. Yeah, well, when you're on fire, you're on fire, Darren. And and, and <laughs> this this is the thing for all of you guys out there watching. The thing is, with that enthusiasm, how can you not not close some deals? Because you know you're transferring that emotion, that energy onto other people. You know he's he's obviously. You know, with the word tracks that he's laid down, you know, you could tell he's put a lot of time and time and energy into his craft. So 
for all anyone else that's interested in it, you know, please reach out to us. You know, we'll 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 talk a little bit more about it because while we see all the upside, the thing is you have to be in that position to be able to to spend the money to invest, to put in that work, to 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 continue to improve your skill set. All that's going to be required. It's not just going to be, hey, if he did these, he got the positive results. I also want just those positive results. I don't want to deal with the negative, the, the downside of it. So, but I mean, I I love I love the fact that you are uh I mean. When Darren calls me, he's he's the same way. So I know this is not manufactured just for the sake of this call here. No, it's so Albert. The first five I've got on these, I, they were no sales, right? Because I hadn't learned how to do them yet. Were they painful when you didn't sell them? Oh, it was it was you aren't kidding, brother. It's eighty dollars a lead, and you know, seventy five depending on which lead vendor I'm using. You get five eighty dollars, four hundred. That's five phone calls that you get. And I there was a couple I went to the home on these, and I didn't close those at. One of them, I went to a home, didn't close it. The other four was on the phone, uh, didn't work. And I was getting discouraged at the beginning. But then once I figured out how to do it, and it's it's a learning process. Like for you new agents, I tell my new agents, don't jump on these at the beginning. What I tell my new agents, Albert, is um, if you want to do mortgage protection, go buy you aged mortgage protection lead. They're everywhere. And uh, Bailey, just the other day, we're looking in her county alone in Missouri. There were the hundred or in Indiana, there were the 156 aged in her one county. Yep. I said, Are you kidding me? They're two dollars and fifty cents a piece. You can get those, and they're the same thing as a retro lead. People will spend ninety dollars for a retro mortgage protection lead. The aged leads are the exact same thing. They you turn a two dollar fifty cents into a retro lead. And the way I do it is I'd call them up. I said, Hello, Albert. Yeah, Albert. Hey, this is Darren White with a mortgage protection company out of, of uh, Los Angeles County. County, And um, listen, your information came across my desk today, marked as a review or flagged as a review. And what that means is um, you had purchased a home back about five years ago. And either you did not take out the mortgage protection plan or maybe you did, but you, you haven't taken advantage of all the new options that's available to you today. And I just need to know which one of those two is it for you. And sometimes they tell me, I had a guy tell me this, well, I don't even own that same house anymore. I, I don't even married that same lady. I said, oh, you remarried? He said, yes. I said, well, do you guys live in a home? He said, yeah. Did you buy it? He said, yeah, we're buying it. I said, well, perfect. Let's get you a plan for that one. And we did. And I sold him a, a nice policy. It's all about getting someone to talk to you. That's all I need is get somebody just to talk to me about mortgage protection. Because they're going to say, what is that? And I'm going to say, well, it's a type of thing that pays off your house if you were to pass away. So leave your family protected where they're not going to be stuck with a big house payment. And uh, we'll take care of that. But I've got one better for you. I've got a plan in place that I call it a savings plan. And what it does is for the next uh, 20 years, um, you're going to take out an insurance policy. If you die over the next 20 years, we're going to pay your house off. But if you are still alive after 20 years, I'm going to give you all your money back and we can pay your house off 10 years early. Now, how would you like that? And they're like, wait, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, we can do that. I can set up a plan that will pay your house off 10 years early. You want to hear about it? You bet. Boom. And I said, wait, when are you going to be home? And uh, I set the appointment. Or I would say, um, is your wife home? And, you know, we'll just do a phone call if we can on the spot. But those are age mortgage protection leads right there. You get them for $2.50. That's not going to break anybody. Right. And if you do that same script, 
you can go there all over the place. Look for age mortgage protection, follow that script, get you some appointments and learn how to do mortgage protection that way. And then once you get good at it, then invest in yourself and go get the better leads. Yep, that's definitely the way to start. And this that, that was great stuff, Darren. I'm, I'm sure you can you can go on the yeah. entire day about because you got you got so much momentum going on with this, and <laughs> you know you've, you're becoming the expert with this. But you know we'll 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 try, we'll, we'll try to get you back on with a little bit more more uh, tips on this next time. So we really appreciate you coming on and sharing. Derek said he wanted to come on and share a little bit about you if if you still yeah on. real quick. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to pick up my kids right now. Um, Darren, he sent me a mortgage protection lead and I booked an appointment with a guy and um, the guy called me a couple days later because I was willing to drive. I was going to drive three hours for this appointment. And then uh, the guy called me three days later and said, hey, I actually already got it figured out. I don't need it. So Darren calls this guy and goes, hey, I'm uh, the manager for Derek. Um, just want to check. He said, you got everything covered. And the guy was like, yeah, he goes, well, did you do it over the phone? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, that wasn't very fair to Derek, was it? And he was like, cause Derek was going to do it over the phone with you. And you said you wanted to meet him in person. So he, he rearranged his schedule to meet you in person. You didn't give him a chance. And so he called the guy out on his crap pretty much. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll reschedule. And so we ended up rescheduling it. And uh, I never did get a hold of him, but we did go to their house and we were ended up writing his wife a policy. Um, I just want to say that's kind of the tenacity you have to have with some of these appointments is you got to just, he wasn't a jerk to him, but he called him out on it. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was, you know, as far as following up on the lead. Yep. Lost you. Lost. I got him. So, oh, there you, there you go. As far as following oh, up on the lead. Oh yeah. As far as following up on the leads, that's something you have to do with these leads because you're spending 80 bucks a lead. Yeah. And that is something that Darren is super good at is resolving these and following up on them. Everyone. Wow. That's amazing teamwork there too. Yeah, yeah that's so, good. So, so way to work together on that way to collaborate on that. Hey, look, I appreciate both of you guys coming on. Great stuff from Darren White. Great stuff from Derek Robinson. If if there's people out there watching that's not with FFL yet, they're they're looking to uh, to to come aboard and, and work with you. How do they reach out to you guys? Yeah, so um, they can they can reach out to me by 405-227-3751. Uh, that's my cell phone number. I also got uh, FFLRockstars.com. Is is uh they can reach out and go go to my website. It's fflrockstars.com, or my email is darren at fflrockstars.com, and uh, so reach out to the rock stars and become part of the rock star team if you want. Yeah, become a rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek, become a rock star. Elite Ross rock star. Rock on. Yeah, Derek. Derek, you you want you want to share your info? Um, uh, man, I would. I just don't think it's appropriate. We're not allowed to promote only fans on here, are we? I'm just yeah uh yeah man you can you guys can reach out to me um you can find me on instagram at Derek robinson um you can email me Derek t robinson at gmail.com i'm just getting started as far as building my agency so um, i'm going to get some things set up to make it a little bit easier for me to get re- for people to reach out to me great well you guys are off to a great start so appreciate both of you guys coming on and sharing that was excellent stuff and hope that helped a lot of people and uh, let's let's go out there and continue to, to put this stuff into action. You know, every time we learn something, it's about putting into putting into motion and actually applying it and then just continue to readjust. So appreciate you guys all coming on. Let's go out there and be elite, guys.